Welcome to the Cross Tower Morning Market Color Call. It is Wednesday, August 18th. Bitpanda, an Austrian cryptocurrency exchange which has a Europe-focused strategy, has announced it has raised $263 million in its Series C fundraiser with the startup valued at $1.2 billion. The rise builds on $170 million raised less than six months ago. Investors in the fintech include Valor Ventures, Rito Ventures, Lead Block Partners, and Jump Capital. Bitpanda allows its clients to invest in crypto, precious metals, and any established stock, which is currently in beta testing. Bitpanda says it's on track to achieve six times customer growth year over year, with revenues projected to increase sevenfold in 2021 versus the prior year. In DeFi, a white hacker, a white hat hacker, has assisted SushiSwap and its Miso platform, preventing them from being hacked, which could have resulted in a loss of 350 million. The white hat hacker is a security researcher from venture capital firm Paradigm, who published a blog post on August 17th, stating that they had examined the smart contract code for the BitDAO token sale at SushiSwap's token launchpad platform, Miso. They found a flaw in the MISO Dutch auction contract, whereby some of the functions lacked access controls, which if exploited could result in all the crypto assets in the token auction contract being drained. An, attack an attacker could reuse the same ETH over and over again to bid in the auction for free, uh, and they could steal the funds from the contract by triggering a refund by sending a higher amount of ETH than the auction hard cap. The white hat hacker reached out to sushi swap so they could form a rescue plan before the exploit was made public. This has resulted in BitDAO's token sale uh, being manually ended. SushiSwap noted that no funds were lost and stated it will pause the use of its MISO Dutch auction format until the smart, smart contract can be updated. DEX aggregator OneInch has announced its deployment on the optimistic Ethereum network, which will result in a considerable reduction in user transaction fees and confirmation delays, as well as increasing transaction speed. With that, I'll pass it over to Chad to discuss what you're seeing in the markets. Good morning, Mark. Um, you know, this morning, let's see, uh, Bitcoin is kind of consolidating around the 45,000 range and ETH is consolidating around uh, the 3,000 range. We've seen some negative bias in the market uh, coming off of uh, a big, uh, you know, run into the weekly close in the, in the late in the day on Friday. Um, sentiment is, is relatively neutral. Uh, futures basis is pretty stable. Uh, doesn't really seem to be like a, a you know a big run. Uh, one thing that I've noticed is that uh, there's been selling pressure in crypto-linked equities. Um, you know specifically equities like uh, MicroStrategy stock and um, you know Marathon and Riot blockchain, like the big the big uh, miners that have a lot of volume. Um, there's been some some selling pressure, which looks like profit taking to me, but um, you know, who knows, it could, could be some shorts. Uh, and I think that there might be a little bit of a feedback loop from those, uh, you know, those crypto proxy equities into BTC. Uh, you know, there's still a lot of institutions um, that are interested in exposure to Bitcoin, but, but can't really trade uh, the crypto directly. And so those institutions might be involved in, heavily involved in those stocks. So I think that we are seeing a little bit of a feedback loop um, you know, from, from those equities back into BTC. 
that could just be adding to resistance that, you know, that might not be apparent uh, strictly looking at the tokens or looking at on-chain analysis, but that might exist, um, you know, in the overall ecosystem. So I'll be kind of watching uh, the, you know, those equities to see if they're still, um, you know, under selling pressure and underperforming or uh, whether that, that this was just a, uh, you know, a regular profit-taking wave that'll pass. Um, and uh, as far as the rest of the market is concerned, um, we've had a kind of, you know, the, the early part of the week, there's a little bit of uncertainty. Uh, the dollar uh, has rebounded uh, pretty strongly. Uh, rates have come back down again, like the treasury. So uh, treasuries have bid, uh, bid up, uh, interest rates have come back down a little bit after, um, you know, in a reversal from the end of the week last week. Uh, so we'll be continuing to look at that uh, as an indicator of kind of overall uh, risk tolerance in the market. Thanks, back to you. Thanks. Let's pass it over to Catherine now for more market developments. Thank you, Martin. <clears throat> Crypto compliance platform Shift has onboarded two more major exchange in BitMEX and Deribic as it begins to as it begins the phased deployment of its decentralized approach to money anti-money laundering rules from the Financial Action Task Force. Shift now has 35 crypto service providers, including Binance, Bitfinex, Tether, and Hullabaloo. Uh, Shift's Veriscope's solution uh, to the FTA, uh, FATF travel rule uses blockchain smart contracts to, to create a global acquisition layer able to identify exchange addresses and privately share Know Your Customer KYC data. Galaxy Digital has filed with US regulators for a Bitcoin future exchange traded fund under the Investment Company Act of 1940. The fund will invest in futures and will not directly invest in Bitcoin. And the article noted that Galaxy is a sub-advisor for the CI Galaxy Bitcoin ETF and now has 190 million in assets after launching on the Toronto Stock Exchange last month. Galaxy's Digital CEO Mike Nogras announced this week that Galaxy Digital has lost 175.8 million last quarter, but the CEO stated that their core operating activities, including providing liquidity and execution services for its clients and counterparts and their strategic investment portfolio, delivered um, another, quarterly, another quarter of rapid growth. Galaxy is estimated to have earned a net of 35.3 million last year, with Galaxy Digital Asset Managements reporting that they have 1.6 billion in assets under management. Galaxy also reported that invested 52 million of venture capital money into 14 NFT-related companies. And it also noted that counterpart trading volume has grown by more than 90% in Q2. Bitfarm, a mining company, has seen its sales grow by nearly 400% year-on-year to 33.7 uh, million in Q2. The company recorded an operational loss of 2.1 million with a net loss of 3.7 million for the quarter. Bitfarm has farmed uh, 759 bitcoins in Q2 at an average cost of £9,000 per bitcoin. As a result of the crypto crackdown in China, Bitfarm has increased their market share of the hash rate from less than 1% at the beginning of the year to 1.5% in Q2. And finally, the Poly Network hacker, who's returned roughly 600 million that was stolen from the hack, except for the 33 million worth of USDT that was frozen by Tether. But the hacker is yet to provide the protocol with the final keys to the multi-signature wallet. The Poly Network has completed the second phase of its mainnet upgrade in response to the hack on Tuesday. 
and the hacker is still leaving messages on the Ethereum blockchain, uh, currently saying that they will provide the final key when everyone is ready. And it noted that Poly Network has offered the hacker a $500,000 bounty reward. And I'll pass you back to Martin. Have a nice day, everyone. Thank you, Catherine. Turning to the crypto Twitter front, Super Rare and NFT Marketplace announced a token and airdrop the other day. Uh, you know, so a lot of people posting about how many tokens they received. 15% of the rare token supply uh, will be airdropped to artists and collectors based on their marketplace volume since Super Rare's launch in 2018. Crypto developer Jay Graber will lead Twitter's efforts to create a decentralized social media protocol named Blue Sky. Twitter founder Jack Dorsey chimed in Monday saying Graber's appointment represents another step towards decentralizing Twitter and social media. Finally, looking at the Ethereum gas prices this morning, hovering right around the 30 way range. Um, so a bit of a reduction from the uh, 30 to 40 um, range we saw Monday, Tuesday this week. With that, I will pass it over to Chad for any closing remarks. Thanks. Uh, just uh, you know, on the on the macro front, um, you know, China has shifted its focus, uh, you know, uh, away from crypto. You know, we spent all spring uh, worrying about China crackdown on crypto. They are continuing, however, to uh, to really uh, be pretty heavy-handed in the regulation um, across the board. So that's. There's a lot of capital flight, um, you know, foreign investors pulling investments out of uh, Chinese equities um, and like Hong Kong shares. So that uh, that has kind of continued this this uh, theme of U.S. markets outperformance. There's really um, you know everyone's kind of looking for uh, for safe markets to to invest their capital in, and that's really contributed to. Um, to U.S. and especially U.S. high caps uh, outperforming, everyone just kind of is a little bit afraid to uh, to have their money in uh, in emerging markets or places where they think where you know the the government or the uh, you know the authorities could basically impose any rules that anytime they want. Um, and uh, I, it's not clear to me exactly how much of that has contributed flow into crypto as well. Um, but that's a theme that I'm kind of be be watching as well. Uh, you know, I think that some of the, some of this money could find its way in crypto. That would be that would be wonderful for us. So, uh, kind of keep an eye on that. Um, other than that, just kind of uh, navigate this uh, this week and the and kind of the end of August uh, in a nimble fashion. Um, you know, there's there's quite a bit of uh, geopolitical turmoil in the world right now. Um, you know, whether that actually shakes markets or not uh, is not clear. Uh, you know, Af Afghanistan is not a huge uh, economic player. So uh, it's possible that markets don't really care that much about it, um, financial markets, uh, but we'll see. Um, you know, it definitely, it'll, it'll, it'll be a good thing to kind of be nimble over the next couple of weeks. Thanks. Thank you, Chad. And thank you for listeners for tuning in. Please follow Crosstower on YouTube and our socials for more of this content. Thank you.